Today is Monday, August 22nd, 2022, and Trump files a major motion in response to Mar-a-Lago raid, which violated his Fourth Amendment right. Majority of Americans now see FBI as Joe Biden's personal Gestapo, and Cash Patel joins the show to react to the breaking news. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. So we don't want general warrants. The Crown did that to the colonists. They did that to us, where they'd say, here, we have the right to search your home. What for? We don't have to tell you. What are you looking for? We don't have to tell you. And by the way, when we're done with your home, we're going to search your person. We're going to search your business. We're going to search whatever the hell we want to, and there's nothing you can do about it. So concerned with the framers of the Constitution and subsequently the rest of the country with the Bill of Rights that this is the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. It was violated by the Department of Justice. It was violated by this master. You can't say you can take all the other boxes that happen to be in the same place. What kind of warrant is that? It's a general warrant which is unconstitutional. Unconstitutional to use the Espionage Act against Donald Trump. Unconstitutional, this search warrant under the Fourth Amendment of the United States. They will do anything. They will go anywhere. They will search anything. They will clobber anybody to prevent him from running for president. You are watching us live right now, ladies and gentlemen. And because we are live, we have something to announce that broke literally one second ago. As we were watching the introduction clip for this show, the great Mark Levin saying, Unconstitutional! Unconstitutional! Ladies and gentlemen, we have found out that Dr. Fauci has announced his resignation effective in December. I want to watch that comment section blow up right now. Dr. Fauci has resigned effective December. Fauci is done. I am looking at it right now. Again, this is breaking. We cannot put the graphic on screen because it literally broke while we were designing. This show's open. The open was live. We were live. And I said, oh my heavens. Is it real? I am looking right now at breaking news saying a statement by Dr. Fauci. I am announcing today that I will be stepping down from the position of director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases as chief NAID laboratory and immunologist. Whoa! He said he is resigning as the chief medical advisor to Joe Biden. I will be leaving this position in December. We do this show live. We are watching the comments live right now. Bye-bye, Dr. Fauci, says Miss Millie on Facebook. He should resign today, says Patty Graham. And Tanisha Norwood, Tyshawn Norwood is giving me three thumbs up on YouTube. Thank you very much. Darlene says resigning is too easy. He needs prison time. Darlene commenting from Facebook. We do this show live. We bring you the most recent relevant news, even if it breaks the moment we go live on this show. So ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Fauci is officially done. Previously, Dr. Fauci had said that he would be resigning in 2024. Previously, Dr. Fauci said that he would be leaving perhaps if he felt like he should. Dr. Fauci is now leaving. This is a huge boon for Senate and House Republicans who have promised to investigate Dr. Fauci and to demand accountability for Dr. Fauci in his part to the COVID-19 pandemic. As you had seen, the CDC essentially reversed course on many of their CDC restrictions last week. We covered it. The CDC is also reorganizing and admitting massive failures publicly and saying that they need a major overhaul. There are tons of articles about this. We don't have them set up for you. We will cover this in depth perhaps tonight. Uh, We will do a Dr. Fauci resignation party. Who knows? Resignation Palooza. Fauci Palooza. We will see. We'll drink some Wuhan bat soup to celebrate. Dr. Fauci, of course, notorious for his funding of -of gain-of-function research. This is Frankenstein-level illegal research. It is not legal in this country. Also, Dr. Fauci, notorious for his cover-up of the COVID origins. Have you ever heard Dr. Fauci say that he's curious about where COVID came from? No, that's because Dr. Fauci is in league with the communist Chinese. Dr. Fauci funded dangerous Frankenstein level barbaric betrayals of nature itself and God itself reconstructing a virus in order to make it more deadly for humans and create more deadly pathogens, which Dr. Fauci assisted in birthing onto this world. And it led to the 
killing of multi-millions around the globe. Dr. Fauci is getting out too easy. We demand that Republicans continue to investigate Dr. Fauci. We demand. Just because he's resigned doesn't mean that he cannot be held accountable criminally for what he did during COVID. We will demand with this show, with every fiber of our being, that Dr. Fauci be held accountable. All the way to the funding of the laboratory, to the cover-ups. Get in there, Rand Paul. We're looking at you, Jim Jordan. Let's go. The American people demand justice. But here we are. Breaking news. Dr. Fauci, out of there. I will be leaving this position. I am reading to you from Dr. Fauci's statement. I will be leaving this position in December of this year to pursue the next chapter of my career, which should be the chief medical officer to Rikers Island Prison, where he is an inmate. Just a thought. Just a thought at the top of the show, Dr. Fauci resigning. Let's start our week off with some good news. This entire show is about good news. The entire show is about fighting back, ladies and gentlemen. And for that, we thank all of you. You have been helping us fight back with the absolute fire viewership. We have been covering every single moment and second of energy that we have, we have been devoting to covering the corrupt FBI, their raid on Donald Trump and the massive backfire. And the backfire is here, ladies and gentlemen. Panic attack. Donald Trump is going to be using the Fourth Amendment to sue Joe Biden, the federal government, and the FBI. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump announced this on Friday, late on Friday on Truth Social. Donald Trump said that he is going to be using the Fourth Amendment to sue the federal government. He will be making a motion pertaining to the Fourth Amendment that will soon be filed concerning the illegal break-in of my Mar-a-Lago home right before the very important midterm elections. Isn't it remarkable that they wouldn't prosecute Hillary Clinton for egregious crimes truly against humanity? Hillary Clinton is, by every measure and by every ounce, a criminal and had used her position in order to perhaps criminally instruct our enemies on American national secrets. How do we know this? Because the FBI themselves, James Comey themselves, said under oath that foreign actors got access to Hillary Clinton's server and were able to scrape out of it national secrets. Hillary Clinton, a traitor by any standard and by any definition, a traitor to this country. Yet Hillary Clinton is able to walk free today and was let off the hook by James Comey because, well, we were very close to an election. And here we have 80 days out, the midterm elections, three months away, and Donald Trump's house is being raided. My rights, Donald Trump writes, together with the rights of all Americans have been violated at a level rarely seen before in our country. Donald Trump is right about this because of the reading of the Fourth Amendment says nothing, nothing more than this. The reading of the Fourth Amendment, that Americans shall not have general warrants or unreasonable searches and seizures. The reading of the Fourth Amendment that states that warrants will be narrow. And the reason why is because in the colonial times, the king would simply say, here's a general warrant. Go seize whatever you wish from whichever colonist you wish, frame them, search their place, live in their houses, which is what the Third Amendment is about, quartering soldiers, take anything you wish, grab everything you wish, make sure that you can create any criminal case you wish against anyone, violate their rights, barge into their homes, stay in their homes, eat their bread, sleep in their bed, and then frame them for any crime we wish. That was the life for colonists. You are currently living through the dumpster fire of the Joe Biden presidency, and that can be a tough pill to swallow. So why add more tough pills to swallow to your nutritional supplements? Did you know that nutritional supplements in pill form is actually one of the worst ways to absorb nutrients? That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell, a great tasting ingestible gel with 165% more absorption than pills. It's hard to make a vitamin liquid that tastes good naturally, but Healthy Cell did it. And I use Healthy Cell every single morning along with my wife, who, let me tell you, is a nutrition stickler. Nurse Kate, man, if this passes her test, 
It is gold. And speaking of gold, you don't want to waste your gold, your money on pills that don't work. So use Healthy Cell, something that tastes great and gets the job done. Visit HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. That's Healthy Cell, C-E-L-L, and use the code Benny for 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. Be healthier than Joe Biden. Why do you think First Amendment the freedom of speech. Second Amendment, the freedom to protect your home. Third Amendment, the freedom to not have soldiers living and sleeping in your bed as the Crown did to the colonists. And Fourth Amendment, to not have the Crown say, we can just come in and barge through your house and take anything we want. Hey, what right do you have to do this? Here's my right. Here's a little slip of paper. Here we go. Here's my, here's my right. Slip of paper says a general writ, a general warrant. We can barge in and take anything we wish. That's what happened to the colonists, and that's why our Constitution is written in the way that it is written. Donald Trump is right, because what the George ordered was a general warrant. How do we know that? Because we have seen the warrant, and because it says you can just grab anything from Donald Trump's anywhere pertaining to his presidency. So literally anything. Take anything. His red ties, he wore those while he was president. Grab them. The spray tan machine, he used that while president. Grab it. Haul it off. Merrick Garland's looking pretty peaked these days. Maybe he needs a spray tan. Joe Biden doesn't look that healthy. Maybe that's what he wanted. Donald Trump's secret to youthfulness. Donald Trump is aging in reverse. We all have all seen it. Ladies and gentlemen, they were able to just grab whatever they wanted. And now I think the judge is feeling the heat. Seconds ago, before the show uh, was live, I read an article from the Daily Mail saying that the lawyer and the judge on this motion, Bruce Reinhart, who is a pederast protector and a Jeffrey Epstein protector, is starting to feel the heat. He just denied another motion from the federal government to seal the affidavit. This is massive. This is huge. This means that we are going to see the underlying case for the federal government as to why they raided Donald Trump's house. Trump's lawyer was ready to go this weekend on this motion and went in hard. Listen. Coming soon. It should be something that uh, gets publicly filed, so the, the whole United States will get to read this thing. The Fourth Amendment requires particularity. It requires narrowness to the intrusion on the person's home. This cannot be something where we just get a, uh, a kind of a wink and a nod from DOJ that we're supposed to trust them. Here is the sources, ladies and gentlemen, saying that on CBS News, Trump's motion will be filed in the coming days, and we will see the appointment of a special master to review this evidence. It was said so also on CNN by Maggie Haberman, saying that Donald Trump will move swiftly to have a special master come in, appointed by the court, to look over everything that the FBI took. And that special master, which has been appointed before, look at Project Veritas versus New York Times. Project Veritas had the FBI, the FBI reversed that, the FBI raided Project Veritas. They took everything. They did the same thing to our boy, James O'Keefe. Let's book James O'Keefe on the show. Bring James O'Keefe on tomorrow. I don't know why we haven't thought about that. Bring it on, James O'Keefe, tomorrow. Let's get Brent James O'Keefe on. The same thing happened. James O'Keefe was in his underwear, standing in his apartment at 4 a.m. in the morning. The FBI busts down his door, uses his own biometric data in order to open up his phone, took everything from his apartment, and then James O'Keefe got to see the New York Times start leaking, leaking information about the raid that was given to them by the FBI. This is real. This is happening. We'll have James on to talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, James O'Keefe was able to successfully get a special master appointed in this case that now oversees all of the evidence and that doesn't work for the FBI or the New York Times. Donald Trump will get the same thing. And Donald Trump will get this also, vindication. We've already seen it. The egg on the face of the FBI and Merrick Garland is now turning into an IHOP omelet. It is really something to watch last week the FBI leak to CBS News that they did not take Donald Trump's passports. So here's Nora O'Donnell going on CBS News saying, ha, the FBI didn't take any passports from Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at how the machine works. The machine works like this. Nora O'Donnell, who's in charge of CBS News, got 
the FBI sources and the DOJ sources to tell her to lie to her that they had not taken Donald Trump's passports. Donald Trump then released an email from the FBI saying, hey, we're really sorry, man, our bad. We took your passports. We're going to return them to you today. Why did they take Donald Trump's passports? What were they doing inside of Donald Trump's safe? What were they looking for at Mar-a-Lago? According to sources, they were looking for the unclassified information that Donald Trump had declassified about Russiagate. According to sources inside the Justice Department, they were cracking open Trump's safe and grabbing everything they could because they were looking for the unclassified documents. They're lying to you. The machine is lying to you. The machine says that Donald Trump had the nuclear codes in there. And we were looking for all this classified information, classified documents. They lied to you. They were looking for the documents, according to sources, that would embarrass James Comey, John Brennan, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Joe Biden. That was the goal of this search. That is where the unconstitutionality of it lies. This is based on a report last week at Newsweek citing FBI and DOJ sources saying they were worried, they were scared as hell. Donald Trump taking the declassified information that he had declassified publicly and then potentially using that in a 2024 run. This is as political or worse as Watergate. And joining us now, a man who deeply understands the classification process, a man who was part of the Russiagate exposure, a man who was deeply within the machine, working as a DOJ lawyer, working with the FBI, who knows the systems better than anyone, and a man who is a true patriot, Cash Patel, joins us now to talk about this massive issue plaguing the country. Cash? Hey, it's great to be with you, Benny. Hey, man, listen, this, 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 stuff is, this stuff is breaking. I'm sure you have a lot of tears for Dr. Fauci, who's outgoing now in December. I'm sure you were looking forward to that investigation. Uh, your, your, initial t- your initial thoughts. I mean, this is breaking news, so we got to ask you. Well, I mean, the CDC just came out and said publicly what we all knew, that they need a complete reorganization. And this is a, a typical example of a political attempt at a correction that will not succeed. I forget who the lady is that's running that place, but she ran it into the ground and now she's in charge for reorganizing it. Oh, and by the way, we're going to get rid of Fauci, who lied to us about COVID origins, who lied to us about the vaccine, who lied to us about mandates, who lied to us about social distancing, who lied to us about China and made millions as a government employee during the entire ride. He may be retiring, but he's not out of government reach. Congress will subpoena that man. They will get after his records. They will expose his lies. Driving him out of Washington is just one small step. They should put that man on public display, and I bet you some of these folks that are going to have the gavels will do just that. If not, we'll remind them. Hey, listen, there's no one better to speak on this issue, but it's, it's, I mean, we'd have you for the whole show. We'd have you for the next 10 hours because you're the only person we trust on this issue. Cash Patel, please tell us what is going on with this Fourth Amendment lawsuit that Donald Trump is teasing right now. Look, I mean, as a national security prosecutor from back in the day and public defender, I filed lots of these and I challenged lots of these. And to break it down really is when you challenge a search warrant, you're saying, hey, you came into my home or my car, or my apartment in violation of the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution, which governs searches and seizures. Let's say you're walking down the street and you see Paul Pelosi wobbling and wandering out of a bar and he offers to give you a ride home. Would you get in his car? Let's say Hunter Biden offered to take your laptop to the repair shop. Would you let him? Of course not, because you're a smart person. So why would you let Hunter Biden's father and Paul Pelosi's wife Nancy and Joe, run your bank account. Of course you wouldn't. Why are you trusting these people to manage your money? They are doing a horrific job of it, and you can see the signs of that all around the country. Inflation is going insane. Inflation is real. The real CPI is at another 40-year high. The recession is real. They're lying to you. There is a recession, and if your money is tied up in the U.S. dollar, then you are messing with fire. You are getting inside of that passenger seat with Paul Pelosi at the wheel slurring his words. It's critical for you to take a hard look right now 
at your family's value, income, and savings and say, wait a second, it's time to diversify. Gold and silver is what I suggest through my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free information kit on how to diversify your savings with precious metals. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews. I myself have used Birch Gold and I now have some of my savings diversified into actual, literal, physical gold that I can hold in my hand and it is a wonderful feeling, ladies and gentlemen gentlemen. Text Benny to 989898 to get a Birch Gold Info Kit today and start learning about real value. Now, warrants have to typically lay out what you're looking for and where you're going to find them. Not just go to this field and take everything. That is an expansive, overly broad, usually unconstitutional warrant. I haven't read through the memo entirely because it just came out or the, the pleading from Trump's attorneys, but that's generally what they're looking for. The other thing you basically generally try to get into is in these very unique situations involving national security um, and seizures of these types of documents, you need someone, first of all, a magistrate judge is like a JV guy. He doesn't really serve as, a, not really, he's not a lifetime appointed judge confirmed by the Senate. You could become a magistrate judge, literally. All you have to be is a lawyer and the judges in that district choose you for a six-year term, right? The district court judges, the real guys, choose you. And so the fact that this case is still with him, putting aside whether or not he should recuse, is offensive because it has to do with the president of the United States. It should go to an immediate district court judge uh, overnight. And any decision this, uh, you know, this JV guy makes will always be appealed to the magistrate, to the district court judge. I'm not saying magistrates don't serve a useful purpose or are part of an important part of the judicial system. But when you're talking about the president of the United States as your target, you go to the major leagues. You don't sit down there in the minors while you screw things up royally. Uh, and America continues to lose faith in the FBI and DOJ. But apparently that's what's happening. So we'll see what he says. I have zero, zero faith that he will do anything to overturn this warrant because he will do a frank search. Frank's hearing and look at the four corners and say, oh, look, yeah, it was nothing to see here. What needs to happen is what happened in Russiagate. We have to get at the underlying documents. We have to get at the FBI agents, the corrupt FBI agents, who are the same ones on Russiagate, on Hillary email, on Hunter Biden, on Jan 6, on this case, on the yes, witness case. This is insane. They're the same people. I've been saying it forever. And people are like, you're crazy. And I'm like, okay, well, when Congress takes over, we'll see what the documents say and whose signatures are on there. And you're going to find the same counterintelligence crackpot crew running through Donald Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago home and Melania's wardrobe, as if that were, you know, a matter of national security. And, you know, because apparently you can hide government documents in evening gowns now. Uh, it's just ludicrous. So, you know, we're not going to get much from this magistrate and his days are probably numbered in the sense that it will eventually all go to the district court judge where it should be. Uh, and there's zero. I mean, anybody that actually thinks um, this guy's going to send out uh, a, uh, a, the affidavit is, is, is out of their mind. He has no interest in doing that. He's putting on a charade by saying, oh, you guys go ahead and do your redactions and then uh, come back to me. It's a farce. You, you, made our, you made our jaw drop last night on Levin, an incredible, incredible hit, and we encourage everyone to go watch it. But you talked about who actually packages up, the GSA, actually packaging up the documents and shipping them to Trump. Can you unpack that uh, metaphorically and literally for us? Yeah, the Government Services Administration is an entire agency who does many things, uh, one of which is moving presidents in and out of the White House during a presidential transition. And they have publicly said... Uh, that they were the ones who uh, handled some of the boxes and moved them around. And it's not like Trump sat there and packed documents into boxes and was like, oh, I want this keepsake. <laughs> yeah, but that's important because people are going to be like, well, Hillary actually possessed classified information. Not that this stuff was, but let's say it is for argument's sake. She actually hit send and receive and said, do something with this. Do that's physical possession of it. And the Department of Justice defined that to be not criminal. So by their very own definition of the statute, if Trump never handled a single piece of paper, what, what are you going to charge him with? Uh, nothing. They're going to try to go after him for uh, taking things that don't belong to him, basically. I'm like, good luck charging a former president of the United States with taking stuff from the White House. And then, oh, by the way, go back and charge Obama, Bush, Clinton, Carter, and everybody else 
that took stuff from the White House that didn't belong to them. It's it's a total, total ruse to get a search warrant. And the DOJ has monstrously overplayed its hand because it's run by corrupt criminal gangsters um, who think that they exist to uh, execute some sort of jurisprudence that doesn't exist. They're going to save America. They're ruining America. I don't know if they've looked out the window, but nobody has faith in my DOJ where I used to work or the FBI anymore, and nor should they with this behavior. But it's not going to get better anytime soon. They're not going to stop coming after Trump. And maybe America will get educated like we did during Russiagate on, on the civics of how House and investigations work and documents and classifications and all that thing. Maybe that'll be the good thing that comes out of this because people will listen to, to what's going on. You said Obama has a skiff. Yeah, every skiff. Can you please explain what a skiff is for people who don't know, you know the acronyms? There's so many acronyms in government, the alphabet boys. But what is a skiff? Why do presidents have them? How is this becoming so absurd uh, on its face with Donald Trump? Yeah, so a skiff is just a bank vault. Look, it's where we you put people without phones and watches and Fitbits and stuff so you can go in and review classified information. It's how we do our work in the national security sphere. And every president should have a skiff. I'm not arguing against it. Obama should have one. Bush should have one. Clinton should have one. They should have one forever. They were the former commanders-in-chief of the United States of America who can give important advice when called upon. So they should have access to those materials. But I said last night on Levin, every president should be treated equally. Why hasn't President Obama released one page of his 30 million pages of documents that he left the White House with? Not one page. And you know what he said? It? The Presidential Records Act. The same act that they are saying President Trump somehow violated um, by having stuff in Mar-a-Lago that he didn't even know basically was there. And maybe that'll come out in some of these hearings. But what you really need to have happen is you need to put an FBI agent on the witness stand like I used to and question them, the lead agent, as to why this warrant was justified. Now, we're not going to see that anytime soon. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll maybe get to a special master if it was if it was requested in the right format. But basically, they want somebody else to review what was taken and give back stuff that they should never have taken, i.e. the passports, um, i.e. Uh, what was the other thing taken that they weren't supposed to take? Um, Melania's white hat that she wore to France. Melania's clothing, um, you know, the passports. Oh, and the privileged material. These bozos actually took executive privileged material and attorney-client privileged material. The Department of Justice authorized the FBI to go in there and take attorney-client privileged material. How stupid are you? Uh, you were supposedly sending your best and you sent rank rogue amateurs to see something literally that they cannot have by law. Um, and so they're going to have a lot of explaining to do come that, come that. That's the most pressing matter for me is what gave them the authority to take that stuff. And if they violated the law in doing so, which I believe they did, then they might be able to get some of the rest of the search warrant thrown out or maybe in its entirety. But it's not going to be up to this magistrate judge to decide. He's just uh, sitting in the limelight and, you know, getting his name in the paper. Right. But it hasn't been good press. Cash, my final question for you, and it is such a crucial one, is the leaks last week about the declassified documents. You saw mm -hmm. this in Newsweek. And this really put a bow on the entire situation for me. I said, of course, that's what it is. Something that won't surprise you at all is that I am addicted to my cell phone. Why? Well, because I run a digital news company and at The Benny Show, we have 10 employees and they need to be online and their service needs to work and we need to make a profit to keep in business. So I have got to be balancing my budget as well. So how do you stay online and balance a budget, especially in these tight economic times? Use Pure Talk. We use Pure Talk at The Benny Show. It is the official sponsor of The Benny Show and their service is incredible. It is the most reliable 5G network in America and for just 30 bucks, you can get talk, text, and data on America's best network. And with the code Benny, you get 50% off your first month. Most families save around 75 bucks by switching over to Pure Talk. That's like a tank of gas. And who couldn't use an extra tank of gas in Joe Biden's America? So go over to puretalkusa.com and use the code Benny to get 50% off your new cell service today. And if you need one more reason to do it, you provide American jobs by doing this. Pure Talk is run by a United States military veteran, is their CEO man. They want America to win and you will win if you switch to Pure Talk today. Use the code Benny to get 50% off. 
They're after the declassified documents having to do with Russiagate. Nobody knows it better than you. You're actually the reason, I hope that most of the audience understands this, Cash is the reason we know what we know about Russiagate. It's Cash's work with Devin that created and blew this out of the water. No one would know anything without Cash. However, these agents, now we don't know if they're leaking something truthful, but this does seem pretty damaging to the FBI. They said that they were after the declassified documents that reflected very poorly on how Russiagate spun out of control and implicated Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and so on down the line. Now, Donald Trump then, as soon as that article posts, Donald Trump posted on Truth Social. Hey, here's a reminder that I declassified all this stuff. Declassify, declassify, declassify. Very public about it. I think presidential memos about it. Uh, Do you know that this is what they were after? Why would they be after it? What is the backstory here? We felt like this blew the entire lid off the entire operation and it it shocked us to the core. Please illuminate it for us. Yeah, look, as the lead investigator in Russiagate, Devin and I have always said we only got out 60% of the documents we wanted to get out that should have been declassified to the American public. And we've always wow. said 40% remains. Look, all roads always lead back to Russiagate. I told the president that multiple times last week um, when we were talking. They've always cared about the biggest, largest criminal conspiracy cover-up in U.S. history. And the people at DOJ that are now back in charge, the top three, Lisa Monaco, John Carlin, my former boss at DOJ National Security Division, and of course, Merrick Garland and company and Jay Bratt. These are the same people that authorized unlawfully the Russiagate investigation at DOJ and the illegal search warrants of President Trump. So yeah, President Trump issued his sweeping declassification um, statements and other orders along the way, which he can unilaterally do, and that's the law. And then I think, you know, for many people, you know, don't understand Russiagate, and they really need to go do their homework. They need to watch your show. They need to go watch The Plot Against the President, which is a great movie about what happened in Russiagate. Not because it's fun and it's got the real people in it, but because it, it, it will bring the story full circle which is where you're going, which is where I believe they raided Bar-a-Lago for. And of course, if you have kids, go against the king, go to plotagainstthekeng.com. The best-selling Russiagate children's book. Adults like it, kids like it, and now on Truth Social, pets love it. So anyway, <laughs> selfish, sa- shameless plug for my book. Please help me live and m- earn a living and buy my book. But anyway, no, look, so Russiagate, it's, it, it, it really is, you know, I joke, but it's, it's it, it's the reason. There's a set of documents that I know, that I've seen, that Devin's seen, that we can't to this day talk about because they'll say, oh, if you say that, it's classified. It's not. Trump put it out. It will show a level of corruption that you can't even imagine. And that is what they're doing. They're going in there, and now here's, here's what they do. It's what I used to do as a national security prosecutor. The only difference is I did it lawfully and ethically. When you open a counterintelligence investigation, that's what this is. It's run by the CI crew, the same counterintelligence agents that ran Russiagate and Hillarygate and and uh, Mueller and uh, what's the other? Oh, Hunter Biden, yeah, the laptop guy. And basically, they will now say what they told us in Congress. Oh, we have an open investigation. We can't show you anything. Well, you can if you have the right guys in Congress and gals leading the charge. Because not only do you issue subpoenas for the documents and the people on day one, Here's what we did to make it work when Rod Rosenstein said no and Chris Ray obstructed a congressional investigation. You don't want to give it to us? I'm taking your money. So we put fences, as we call, around their budgets um, in, in, at FBI and DOJ. And the next day, I got 1,200 pages of documents. Now, Paul Ryan was too much of a coward to let us use that uh, uh, tool more than once. And, I, and we had to, man, we had to climb a mountain, Devin and I, just to get that one-time usage. And when it came in, do you know what the world saw? The Bruce Orr 302s, the lies at the FBI FISA uh, court, and of course, large portions of the news memo. But I still can't tell you what the insurance policy is. I mean, I could. I'd rather not go to jail, so I'm not going to tell you. But things like that are in these documents that have not been released. All roads go back to Russiagate. Everybody's got to get educated on it. They got to watch your show relentlessly. We post about it on Truth Social nonstop. And when you're really bored and want to fund this brown guy's uh, bank account, go to The Plot Against the King and buy yourself a copy of the book. It's not about me. It's about Russia Gate. And they're like, no, that's over. The mainstream media wants to bury that. And that's what they're trying to do. And thankfully, more and more whistleblowers, and this has to happen. This is critical. Senator Grassley and Jim Jordan have said more and more whistleblowers have started to come out since the raid. That's huge. You must, 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 must have these guys come forward so you know where to look and so you have sources to get the documents 
and to create investigations that actually hold these people accountable. And mark my words, after the gavel switch, Devin and I got 17 FBI agents and DOJ people fired as a result of a congressional wow. investigation. They will at least double that number if they do the investigation right. And we won't have to wait for Chris Ray to obfuscate Congress and say he has to hightail it on a private jet to his vacation home instead of answer questions about whistleblowers and dodge questions as to why the agents who led the Whitmer rage were promoted to run, yes, this investigation. This is the FBI you're dealing with and they must be brought down. And that's not all of them, it's just a few at the top. It's the same way they did Russiagate. That's why I've said it goes right back to the same counter intel component that only exists in Washington, DC. You need to level that place and you need to move these agents back out into the field um, where they belong conducting work, not conducting politics. Where's the easiest place for people to find you, support you, buy your book? Yeah, fight with everything's at fightwithcash.com, fightwithcash with a K.com. I'm, I'm thrilled to announce we are now officially a 501c3. So all your big donors can get the huge tax benefit, but we're doing more than just funding legal defense funds. We are, we are actually um, doing veterans assistance programs, summer camps, tuition assistance, and helping our armed service members fund legal battles that uh, they can't afford. Not $1 is a salary at fightwithcash.com. We take no money. Everything goes right back out and you can join the team. This is the whole point. It's not to sell swag for anyone. No one's making money. Everything goes back in there and you can become part of the team. And it's fun to build a crew. It's fun to build a crew, right? And, and be like, we're part of the movement. So that's what we're doing. Check us out at fightwithcash.com and Truth Social um, at Cash is the uh, only other place to, to really see me. And uh, maybe we'll have a character named Benny Johnson in the third installment yes. of the team against the King. Yes. We're just getting yes. through the second one now, but we're going to get to the third one. <laughs> Please don't make me the palace eunuch, please. He just no, got no, fired no. from CNN. He just got fired. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll joust Schiff. We'll, let's see. <laughs> All right. Cash Patel, the only man to listen to on this subject matter. God bless you. Go support him. Fightwithcash.com. Thank you. Thanks Cash. so much, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Cash Patel coming in hot, saying that he agrees. That was the first time. First time I've asked him, do you agree? Was this about the Russiagate documents? And Cash Patel saying, not only is it about the Russiagate documents, it's about the documents that were classified, that I would go to jail if I talked with you about them, the worst documents. Cash has said on this program before, only 60% of what you know about Russiagate, and it is devastating, is out in public. Now, the other 40% has been declassified. Donald Trump had those documents, and Donald Trump according to the DOJ, was going to use them potentially as leverage or a hedge if he was running for president in 2024. Now, he's declassified those documents. He had those documents, and that's what this raid was about. That, ladies and gentlemen, is something you won't get anywhere else. That is exactly what was happening here. They were not looking for the nuclear codes. They were looking for political documents to cover their own asses. So the first, I was just, my blood was boiling listening to Cash. Cash is amazing, but my blood was boiling because he just confirmed what we have been talking about, but we're just, yo, I'm just a dude, right? I'm just a dude with a microphone. I come from Iowa. I worked on a farm. I'm just a dude. Cash Patel is the real deal. Cash Patel worked inside the belly of the beast. We had Steve Bannon on last week. These are men who worked inside the belly of the beast. They were agents inside the machine, ghosts inside the machine. They know its operations and they know what it takes, ladies and gentlemen, to destroy the machine, to break the machine. That is what Cash is doing. Listen to Cash. Listen to Cash. The majority of Americans are listening to this program, listening to what is happening, and they are saying, yes, Joe Biden is using the FBI as a Gestapo. This, according to Breitbart.com and Rasmussen's latest polling, 53% of Americans see the FBI as Joe Biden's personal Gestapo. Now, is that just a rhetorical flourish from your boy Benny? Is that just me wanting to, you know, make, a, make fun of the FBI or uh, compare them to the secret police that have been used for evil, evil in the world? No, actually. Rasmussen asked this question. Put the article back up. Rasmussen asked this question. Scroll down. Can we scroll? The question was, do you believe that the FBI is being used as a Gestapo? 
That was the phrasing of the question. It's not just me using rhetorical flourish. This was the actual question and the respondents, more than 50% said yes. More than 50% said that the FBI was being used as a personal Gestapo, a fascistic organization in order to kneecap a political opponent. This is some shocking data, ladies and gentlemen. Only 50% view the FBI favorably, stunningly low. Again, this is federal law enforcement, not even able to garner a majority, a simple majority, 51% plus one majority of Americans to say that it should exist and that it is behaving admirably and unbiasedly. That is critically and criminally low. In May 2020, even after the FBI's corrupt role in protecting Hillary Clinton and launching Russia collusion hoaxes against Donald Trump, 60% said that the FBI could be trusted. Even after the raids of Roger Stone, even after the FBI was covering up all manner of sick things happening to the USA gymnastics team, after the FBI, that this now this trial is ongoing today, hearing closing arguments in the kidnapping the kidnapping plot of Gretchen Whitmer, as we are learning right now, this plot was developed by the FBI. The FBI was the people who developed this plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. Whoa. I mean, whoa. This is devastating. I mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's just, again, the numbers don't lie. 53% saying yes to Joe Biden's personal Gestapo. That's what it was at. That's the phraseology of the question. It's not our colorful headlines. It's not me sending out a flamethrower tweet. That's literally what the pollsters, the professional pollsters asked of the American people. Donald Trump gets a 10-point bump among GOP primary voters after the Mar-a-Lago raid, according to the Daily Mail. Donald Trump has seen his poll numbers improve after the raid of Mar-a-Lago estate at the expense of what many see as his key rivals in 2024. The former president's share of the potential Republican primary voter boosted 53% mid-July to 57%, according to Politico Morning Consult poll. That combines with a six-point dip for his biggest rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who dipped 23% to 17%. Those numbers give 10-point boost to Trump, an overall 40-point lead in a hypothetical primary. Donald Trump will run again for president. Donald Trump will win the nomination, and Donald Trump will go on to win 40 states in this country in a 2024 election landslide, the likes of which we have not seen in 30 years in America. Talking on his own social media platform, Truth Social, overnight, Trump branded the raid as an abuse of law enforcement never before seen in America. Wow. You want to talk about backfire? You want to talk about panic attack? You want to know why we we do this show and why we tell you that the machine is not only broken, but mortally wounded and scared and lashing out like a deranged animal in its last breaths? Because these are not the actions of strong people. These are the actions of fearful people. And what they fear the very most is congressional subpoenas, a Senate that is run by Republicans, a House that is run by a Republican majority that is going to now bring those FBI agents in and put them under oath in a subpoena chair and fire them. Cash Patel just said that he got 17 FBI agents fired. 17. That's a good, that's a good start, ladies and gentlemen. Love the smell of napalm in the morning. Here we go. Marsha Blackburn says a cabal has politicized the FBI. Now, Marsha Blackburn's from Tennessee. Marsha Blackburn's very cool. We like Marsha Blackburn on this show. We think that Marsha Blackburn is one of the good ones. Marsha Blackburn is not like scorched earth, okay? Marsha Blackburn is not Rand Paul, Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz. Marsha Blackburn, I think more ops towards like, you know, motherly and like level, very level, right? She's not the basest. If Marsha Blackburn is there saying that the FBI, and I quote, have become politicized, a certain group and a cabal inside the FBI has taken over and destroyed the organization, well, then you know that people are going to be out on their asses. They're going to hit the bricks. This is sort of the centrist Republican wing in the Senate saying that a cabal, a criminal cabal has overtaken the FBI. It should not be discounted how powerful of a moment this is. Marsha Blackburn saying it on Fox News this weekend. Go.
Maria, we have seen the FBI become politicized, a certain group, a certain cabal in the FBI. We have wonderful men and women who are working in that agency. We have wonderful individuals that have retired out. We have heard from some of the whistleblowers and the continued oversight, the work that Senator Grassley is continuing to do is going to be very important to make certain that the FBI is returned. The leadership of the FBI is returned to being a non-political agency. You know, people really fear this having two tiers of justice, two separate systems, rules for thee but not for me, that approach. And it is unnerving to Tennesseans, and we hear about this every single day and how people want justice to be blind, to be equal, to be fair. And they're frustrated with what they see happening from the DOJ and the FBI. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Republicans are starting to finally coalesce around a set of balls, a backbone, an iron spine that says we will not be okay with just being the last people to be raided. This is the Mitch McConnell version of the Republican Party. Mitch McConnell's version of the Republican Party is, I'm okay as long as I'm the last guy to be raided, okay? All FBI raids of my political enemies and the people I don't like, they're fine. I won't speak out against them as long as I'm the one who's eaten last. Ladies and gentlemen, that is turtle thinking. That is Galapagos Island thinking. That is Mitch McConnell sitting there inside of the turtle pen at your local zoo munching on lettuce and saying that everything's going to be fine. He can just hole up in his shell. No more. No more of that style of Republicans. That's why we're happy to support Anthony Sabatini here in Florida. We're happy to support fighters who want to investigate the FBI, who want to scrape off the level of rot over the top of the decent and good and honorable FBI agents who just want to do their damn jobs and stop crime. It's a level of rot. Bo Hines is a Republican running in North Carolina. When he is in the majority, he says he will be investigating the FBI. Bo Hines, Trump-backed Republican in North Carolina's 13th Congressional District, tells Breitbart News that they must investigate things that the American people are actually concerned about and hold government agencies accountable. I think in the next Congress, it is more important now than ever that we have strong conservatives that actually stand up to the institutions and that are there to investigate things that Americans care about. Good, damn it, it's wonderful to hear this. Can't play idle ball on the sidelines and sit there and hope something happens. We have to act. We have to do it. That's why it's so important that we have conservatives who are willing to move and are motivated to get things done. You think he's just Bo Hines. Yo, this is just Bo Hines. He kind of looks like Madison Cawthorn. He's like just like a dude. This looks like the captain of the football team. What can he do? He's going to be a freshman member of Congress. Let me ask you something. Who's more powerful? Steve Scalise or Marjorie Taylor Greene? Let me ask you something. Who's more powerful? Elise Stefanik or Lauren Boebert? I can tell you this. Based on the Patriots that I speak with on a regular basis when I am out in the field, when I am talking with people, they follow Lauren Boebert. They follow Marjorie. They follow Matt Gates. They listen to them. They see them on Fox News. They hear them. And those people reflect the will of the American people far more than Republican leadership do. Now, you all know that I think that McCarthy has behaved pretty well in all that. Kevin McCarthy had a message out in 30 minutes flat after the FBI raided Trump's Mar-a-Lago. So that's good. Let's make sure it's not performative and let's put action behind it. Go in, Kevin McCarthy. You have the right and the duty to investigate and to loose the hounds on the FBI. And we hope that you do so. And we hope that you put Bo Hines, who's a total G, we should have him on the show, been DMing with him on Twitter, totally nice homie. Never met him, never spoken with him. Let's bring him on the show. Bo Hines, I think the guy has the makings of being a legitimate superstar. I want to ask him the real tough questions and hold him accountable. When he gets to Congress, will he be the kind of Republican that will be on the Judiciary Committee and right alongside Jim Jordan investigating this corruption? I mentioned that we do get out and we talk to the grassroots. We love going out and meeting you. It's Wonderful, the community we're building here. You can't be in all the places at once. This weekend, we traveled to Ohio. We did our rally with Ron DeSavage. 
J.D. Vance. Ron DeSantis also spoke in Pennsylvania the same day with gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano, and he had an absolute massive wall-to-wall packed standing room only crowd. It was wonderful. The energy, the vibe is great. We've been posting clips. We had a riot. We like wanted to do just sort of kind of like a comedy show. It's Friday. Everyone want to sit back, have a drink, crack a beer open. I know how life works in the Midwest. I'm from the Midwest. So we just went up there and roasted everyone. We said that uh, Dr. Fauci got COVID and this was very exciting uh, for COVID because COVID finally got to meet its maker. Here's some of what Ron DeSantis said as it pertains to Nancy Pelosi, term limits, and the rot inside of our institutions in Capitol Hill. He has imposed intolerable burdens on this country, and he is failing the American people every day. And who else is up there with him running the show? Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is proof positive that we need something I've advocated for a long time. We need term limits for members of Congress. Ron DeSantis is also, of course, going in on the woke mafia, something that Ron DeSantis makes a personal vendetta against in the state of Florida to essentially eradicate wokeness. And he's done so in defeats of Disney. He's done so in defeats of the teachers union. And he did so in Pennsylvania and Ohio. Listen to this. We can't just stand idly by while woke ideology ravages every institution in our society. We must fight the woke in our schools. We must fight the woke in our businesses. We must fight the woke in government agencies. We can never, ever surrender to woke ideology. And I'll tell you this, the state of Florida is where woke goes to die. (laughs) The state of Florida is where woke goes to die. The Midwest and Midwest values is where I come from. It's what guides me and my principles. I was raised in Iowa. I went to the University of Iowa. I love the fact that I grew up in the Midwest. It's the heartland, and it's the heartland for a reason. God blessed the Midwest with real and true values. It's what I got to speak about when I was back with my people. By the way, you're like, oh, Ohio and Iowa, are they different? Nah, man, the Midwest is similar. Every state's a little bit different, but the Midwest is the best. Everyone's down with apple pies, big steaks, bonfires, and light beer, and we were cracking them open on stage. Here's what I had to say. The farther you get away from the Midwest, the more you realize that the Midwest has got it going on, man. We got the values. We got the faith. We got the family. We got the things that make life worth living. And the rest of the damn country should get on board. We have it figured out here in the Midwest. For the first time in my adult life, This moment, for the first time in my adult life, there is not a single elected Bush, Cheney, Obama, or Clinton, or McCain in office. Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, look forward to more of that. We look forward to hitting the road in multiple speaking tours this fall. We will keep you posted. Also, a big time. Big time announcement from this week. We will be launching our official Benny store. We have the Ron DeSavage. We have the Ron DeSavage shirt up. <laughs> Gangster Ron DeSantis. No, uh, no announcement. I, I actually took this photo backstage at the event. Uh, Ron showed up without his shirt on. I said, come on, Ron. Come on. Is this appropriate? He showed up with his Obey hat on and his bling. Ladies and gentlemen, you can get that shirt. You can get the $2 gas, the wall, no new wars, cheap groceries, and mean tweets shirt. We will be launching this week. Very excited. Very excited. The Benny Show official store. It's going to be amazing. And we say thank you to all of our partners and designers who've been helping us make the Thug, the Thug Life series uh, in our newest fashion line. Conservative thug life, ladies and gentlemen. This is how we take back culture. And culture is ready to be taken back. Everyone thinks that things are going bad in this country. Everyone. NBC News says that 74% of the country says that we are on the wrong track. NBC News anchor and total DMC simp 
Chuck Todd said Sunday on Meet the Press that a new NBC poll shows Americans are angry. A graphic showing 74% poll said the country is on the wrong track. Todd said, we are less than three months out from the midterms. Americans are angry. They're disappointed. They're worried about the future of this country, saying that this is the longest period that they have ever seen for this number to be above 70%. Over a year, 70% of the country say that we are on the wrong track. This is devastating. It is going to be biblical what happens in November, and we'll be there for it. Listen to Chuck Todd. Good morning to all of you. We are less than three months before the midterms, and our brand new NBC News poll paints a pretty bleak picture. Americans are angry, they're disappointed, and they are worried about the future of this country. Just 21% of adults say we are heading in the right direction, and once again, three out of four Americans say we are on the wrong track. In fact, this number, never before in our poll, has this wrong track number been over 70% for this long? It's been nearly a year now. 58%, by the way, say America's best years are behind us. That's an all-time high in our poll. Chuck Todd is a weepy, crying, uh, mentally deranged, disturbed, uh, uh, Trump derangement syndrome, uh, suffering lib who's on television. One of those members of that community is now off television for his last time, just showing what a servile simp Brian Stelter actually is. He still did his show this Sunday. Still did his show. Even though CNN absolutely fired him. I was going to say shit canned, but I'm not allowed to say that on the program. This weekend, they fired him on Thursday and he still bent over and did his show. Thus proving that Tucker Carlson, as always, was right. Because Tucker Carlson uh, calls him the palace eunuch. And Brian Stelter having a servile, flaccid, disgusting, sad, weak, last show. Here we go. It looked like this. You want to see the man nearly cry on TV? Ooh, this is painful. Stelter, go. Here's what I do know. I know it's not partisan to stand up for decency and democracy and dialogue. It's not partisan to stand up to demagogues. It's required. It's patriotic. We must make sure we don't give platforms to those who are lying to our faces. But we also must make sure we are representing the full spectrum of debate and representing what's going on in this country and in this world. That's why CNN needs to be strong. I believe America needs CNN to be strong. I believe the free world needs CNN to be strong. And it will continue to be, because all of us are going to help make that happen. The free world needs a reliable source. So, for reliable sources, for the last time, I'm Brian Stelter. Thanks for being with us. Drink your milkshake. Brian Stelter, ladies and gentlemen. The human potato hybrid. Never seen someone who looks more like a vegetable who's clearly never eaten his vegetables. Democrats don't eat their vegetables. They elect them, ladies and gentlemen. And Brian Stelter probably will go to be Joe Biden's next press secretary. Please, Lord, please let it happen. Please. I am a believer. I am a believer. Please let Brian Stelter be the next press secretary for Joe Biden. Just fit. Uh, right in there behind the podium it would be such a beautiful thing to see. Brian Stelter, totally humiliated, destroyed in the ratings, got fired by the new CNN boss. His name's Chris Licht. Chris Licht is working for Discovery Media. Discovery Media's biggest shareholder said he's going to return CNN to its original sourcing and purpose for being, which is news. It's supposed to be non-biased news. The people who have allegiances with various parties and the people who are just frothing at the mouth, servile simps for the uniparty and the machine and the DNC vertically integrated apparatchiks, those people are out. We saw Jeffrey Tubin get fired. We saw Brian Stelter get fired. Now, our sources tell us that Jim Acosta and Don Lamon are on the chopping block next. CNN, go in. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. And we just want to say again, thank you. 
goodness, we love you all. Brian Stelter was getting less than 700,000 views on his show. And this show regularly does more than that. And so we are building something more powerful. Why did Brian Stelter get fired? Because of you. Because of you, ladies and gentlemen. You're the reason why Brian Stelter got fired. Because we can build something better ourselves. We are able to build a stronger and better community here. And we are able to reject the old order. We are able to reject the rotted, diseased temple that is collapsing in before our very eyes. It is because of us gathering and the power of this movement, this moment, and this show, the power of this, our community, together. We tell the truth, ladies and gentlemen, and we are so excited. CNN, everyone's getting fired. Liz Cheney getting fired. CNN, Brian Stelter, Jeffrey Tubin, and as we started off the show, Dr. Fauci getting fired. See you later out on your ass. Dr. Fauci gone from the CDC saying he's resigning in December. Wow. The power of this movement, ladies and gentlemen. Cash Patel joined our show saying that he personally fired 17 FBI agents. He didn't fire them. He got them fired. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I implore you, keep watching, keep thinking, keep memeing, keep fighting. We are winning. We're winning because we have our priorities in, in order on this show. God, family, country. These are the priorities. We're free men and women, and we're going to stay that way because we are powerful. We are the majority in this country. And ladies and gentlemen, we will win. God bless all of you. What a great Monday. So much fun. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.